Welcome to Our Sleeve Life podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, who both got gastric sleeve surgery five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Oh, man, that was loud. That was loud. (laughs) Look at our tick marks. They're so loud. This is our Sleep Life podcast, and this is Mel. And this is Kelly. And today's our check-in. Yes, we're going to talk about the month of June. Yeah, because we miss May, guys, if you didn't notice. Yeah. We did scrap it. We just had two, well... Okay, we had a lot going on. Yes. Um, May was very, very busy. Yes. But then why we scrapped May, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. Yeah, we are. Because it kind of feeds into this one. It does. It definitely does. So basically, we're going to cover May and June June. together. Together. Yeah. 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 I think that's a... There there was a lot that happened Mm -hmm. in those two months. We did a lot. We hit 10K, so that kind of, like, took over. Well, it's just so much. Like, the 10K happened. Your birthday happened. Your I hit my six-year surgery. Uh-huh. We got to watch the live uh, surgery yeah. for a sleeve. Yes. All in May. All in May. So just so much happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just couldn't, like, put it all together. So now we can. Yes. So And your girl, Kelly, had some mental health shit going on. Yeah. I mean... Okay, so you, I think everybody has a little bit, you oh, know, everybody course. has a little bit of tendency to like get depressed or have high anxiety or, you know, because big stress times. Yeah. They kind of compress on you. And that's, I mean, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes you just break. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Because I was like, I know in me, like I know when I'm about to hit my breaking mm-hmm. point and I was like, I wasn't there yet. But mm-hmm. you were already there yet. You were already there. Yes. So. Yes. I mean, I think it's just, you know, the stress of even though I can't wait to be divorced, like I do not want to be with that man. He's an awful human being, like the way he's treated me and everything um, and even treated our dogs like. You're starting to look back and realize because mm-hmm. kind of what triggered it, guys, and that's going to come out later, is we got to interview um, the Sleeve Academy mm-hmm. lady mm-hmm. and she really opened our eyes. So I can't she wait did. for you guys to see that episode. But yes. she really like because literally after that day, it just started snowballing because it mm-hmm. opened our eyes of like mm-hmm. how we're processing things, mm-hmm. how things are really happening. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, fuck, like. This is interesting because right after surgery, a lot of things change, which you guys know. Mentally. Mentally. Mentally, a lot of things change. And yeah. you have a lot of like. Baggage. You, you Well, you have baggage from like, okay, why did I become obese? Right. Why did I do that to myself? Yep. Then you have the stress of like, do I tell people? Do I not tell people? Are people going to judge me? Are they not going to judge me? That was. We never hit record on that one. 
And here we are. Plug in your computer. It is plugged in. It is plugged in. I just realized that. You may be having performance issues. That's what she said. Sorry, guys. We just realized we weren't recording for the video. So, patrons, we love you. You've missed only two minutes. Yes. 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 Okay. So, <laughs> we're talking about May and June. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I think, you know, after surgery, you've got a lot of shit coming up. You got a lot of, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to come to grips with, like, your mind, mm -hmm. losing weight. Um, not only that, but you're constantly thinking about food. Like All the in time. a different way. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, what am I going to eat tonight? It's like constantly planning your water, your protein. And then you're thinking about like, when can I fucking eat soft foods? Mm -hmm. When can I actually eat a real meal? Like, it's just different. When you're counting it down. Like, I remember legit, like, right after post-op, I was just, like, on a calendar. Okay, day one's done. Liquid mm -hmm. done. Like, mm -hmm. just slowly checking them off because I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do every stage. Yeah. But I definitely am like, okay, two more days. You can do this. Mm -hmm. All right, one more day. We can do this. We can do this. We can do anything for a day. Yeah. 24 hours. What's going to be the soft food? What are we going for? Yep. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just a lot to unpack. And then, like, the mental game starts creeping in immediately. Like, I would say mm -hmm. around week two or three I would say for me is when like realizing oh there's a connection here I am um, sad and angry because I can't eat things mm -hmm. and a lot of emotions come up mm -hmm. and you guys know I didn't have any therapy so I just mm -hmm. kind of like processed it myself mm -hmm. and you got to have therapy thank goodness I did but we also uh, sneak peek you guys we mess or we uh, recorded with some therapists yes we have and realizing when I'm talking to these therapists that are specializing in bariatrics, mm -hmm. I realized that I did not get the correct therapy. therapy. Yeah. I noticed and that when they were talking with you, I was like, sucks. I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Like you got therapy, but it wasn't specialized enough. We both were just kind of like, when we, I, didn't, we didn't do anything. Like, I know you didn't well, get I, I knew I didn't do anything. So yeah. I was like, yep, I meet all of these marks because I never got help. So. <laughs> but I mean, it also like there was a few moments where we were like, oh, mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. They silenced us for a second or two. Yeah. And I mean, you guys know that does not happen very often. But when no. you silence us, we're like we're internalizing everything all of the stuff well for me what was, what was happening was flashbacks mm -hmm. is what was happening like mm -hmm. oh i did that there oh i did mm -hmm. that there oh this makes more sense now mm -hmm. <laughs> like i really was like a binge eater but not realizing i was a binge eater oh yeah yeah so because i always assumed that binge eating was just like at nighttime and you have to have like all of this food like, at once copious amounts of food yeah, yeah like you're going through your cupboards and just being like just in it. Mm -hmm. But I really, that's not, that's, I mean, that is some sort of, of that's what I do of uh, binge eating, but yeah. there's also smaller levels to it. Like it's, there are, there's yes. up and down, which you guys will see. You guys will see it. And they, we have two mm -hmm. that we recorded with and they're amazing. fucking amazing. They're, they're so awesome. They're so different. They are, which is really cool. But I loved both of it. Yeah. Like, the the one thing that really resonated with me and we talked with them after I had my breakdown. Yes. Yes. So 
it was well no the first one yeah so like so if we'll go back a little bit so maybell was sleeve academy that started op- it. opened our eyes and mm-hmm. started it mm-hmm. and then when we you actually cried two minutes before we went on with with uh, Dr. Shapiro. I did. I did. I had a little little tiny breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Kelly, suck it up. You got to be on. You got to mm-hmm. you got to record like if it was something like this, I would just roll with it and cry. And like, that's what it was. Yeah. But being in a professional with a professional, you know, you kind of have to suck it up and you have to do your job. Yeah. Even though this isn't like it doesn't feel like a job because it's so fun. Um, but you still have to be on. You have to be on. You still have to figure it out. So then after we were done with Dr. Shapiro. That's where everything like, I mean, it was super helpful. It was. It was because I think we both processed a lot and Mm -hmm. we both cried. We talked. Yeah. Like it was like, what, 45 minutes of us just. I know. I thought it was funny because I was like, well, we're done, but like we're still down here and no Mm -hmm. one checked on us. And normally they Mm kind of like peek in and see, are mm-hmm. you done yet? Like, mm-hmm. cause like normally Eric or Dylan's like, someone's like, what are we doing for dinner? Or they're mm-hmm. making dinner. Nobody bugged and us. No one bugged us. So it was kind of perfect. It was perfect. And it made us like come to grips with a lot of the stuff that's going mm-hmm. on because something that like Mel's the crier yep. out of the two of us. Yep. Like she cries. Yep. I cry when I either get really, really frustrated mm-hmm. or I'm just, there's too much stress. Yeah. And the last couple of weeks, last month and a half, mm-hmm. I have just been off. Yeah. And I don't know if it's that, like, I'm trying to come to grips with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And the the stupid fucking thing is I'm still stuck in this house that I own with Satan. I know. And it's not helping. It's not. It's like the walls are closing in on me. Right. And it's really, really hard for your mental health. To physically and mentally move on mm-hmm. from a relationship when you are surrounded by all of the memories. Well, and that was kind of for me what was hard to understand mm-hmm. because like the way that my life is set up, like I'm just like, you know, busy, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. I don't even have time to even think about my own feelings until like nighttime, basically, because mm-hmm. I, I compartmentalize throughout the day. Yeah. And then I'm like, you're really good at that. And then I need to feel all the feelings <laughs> at nighttime and I kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was like, girlfriend. You get a house alone because I'm like and I'm thinking like in me if I was like, yes, if it was just me mm-hmm. of how I would feel. Mm-hmm. And it's it's obviously different because you're going through the trauma. Mm-hmm. But if like if I was just like pick me up and put you put me over there, it's like, dude, I'd be working out every morning. I have no one tell me mm-hmm. what to do. I'd be walking around naked. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, like, I'd be a fucking on point with all mm-hmm. of my work. I'm like, yeah, no one's here to bug me. <laughs> like I would just be like in it and just be mm-hmm. like fuck yeah and so like it was hard for me to grasp of like what is going on over there mm-hmm. I don't understand like you're up before me mm-hmm. you go to bed sometimes when I go to bed or even like later because mm-hmm. like your sleep's all fucking gnarly it's all wonky. Yeah. and I'm just like I don't understand what's happening over there because I'm not I'm obviously not there 24 mm-hmm. 7 so like and that was kind of what led into our conversation too with Dr. Mm-hmm. Shapiro was the we I, I asked I was like I just don't understand what's happening like What's your daily look like when you wake up? Mm -hmm. Because it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And trying to understand where you're coming from, because I was just like, I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just so confused. Mm -hmm. But after having the talk, it's like, this makes more sense. Yeah. I get it now. I just needed to like, we just need to communicate because guys, like, even though we're best friends, like, we can still have communication problems. And I mean, we read each other's minds a lot. Yeah. Like, we're with each other a lot. Yeah. 
but there's certain times where it's like, I internalize mm-hmm. the stress. I internalize all the things. And I got really good at pretending. Yeah. Yeah. When I was A, with Satan mm-hmm. and B, when I was really hurting. Yeah. Because I would just pretend like it wasn't happening. Right. And I would do what I had to do. And so that continues like in this mm-hmm. stressful time of the divorce, like I'm still pre- I pretend. I pretend that everything's fine and I put on this happy face and I do what I have to do. But internally, I'm kind of like breaking apart. You were slowly breaking down Mm -hmm. and you finally hit Mm -hmm. your breaking point. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we got to talk to Dr. Shapiro and then we felt good and then we cried it out. (laughs) And we cried it out. We cried it out together. We talked about it. And I think the other thing is, is that I like... It's it's hard to explain where I'm fe- what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm learning that you don't know how to like explain the thoughts because mm-hmm. part of one of the tricks that we're gonna not tricks but um, tools that they taught mm-hmm. us was like columns and writing stuff down. Exactly because you said like I don't know what I'm like how I feel. Like yeah. I'll look at the paper and it'll be blank. Yeah, and, and I just don't feel know like what to an write. Idiot. Because I'm looking at this paper and I'm like I don't know what to write down. Like, <laughs> but I can make lists like nobody's business. Yep. So, like, that is a really good tool for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, like, coupled with the fact that I've never lived alone in my life. Right. So this is a first for me. Like, I, like, when I wake up, I don't have anybody with me. And, like, Mel's lived alone before. It's fun. It's definitely fun. For two years, I lived alone. And that's why I was like, I get excited for you because I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen and it's going to be so cool. Yeah. Because when you leave shit there, it's still there. It is. It is. (laughs) You know, like you don't have to yell at anybody about a mess because like I made it. You're the one that made it, (laughs) you know. So it's like a lot less stressful when you live by yourself because like you it's all you. Mm -hmm. It's all you. Which is it it is nice. It is nice. Don't get me wrong. And I think if I was in a different house. Right. It would be like mm-hmm. I would be having more fun. Yeah. But I also think like I was beat down, like not not physically, not physically, but emotionally, emotionally. I was beat down over the years and I just I was broken. What I've learned over the last two weeks with all like hearing, like talking to the bariatric people mm-hmm. or therapists is like you've never had a safe place to just be have your feelings. Correct. Because like when we were talking, like you saw me, I wasn't wasn't yelling. I was mm-hmm. just listening, mm-hmm. reacting, uh, validating your feelings. Yes. Like, I'm like, yeah, that, that told I totally get that. Like yep. and I've noticed like you don't you never had that with mm-hmm. someone. So it's probably hard for you to open up because you're not used to having like, oh, I can be completely safe and do all the feelings mm-hmm. and not have to worry about it. And we had that conversation. Yeah. Like down here. I feel safe. I feel safe in this area. Like Mm -hmm. I can share whatever I need to share. But when we go upstairs, I'm back to everything's fine. Yeah. I'm like on. Like that's how I feel too sometimes. I'm like, I just have to be on. You have to be on. Yeah. And down here, like we can cry. We can, we can get into fights. (laughs) Like, I mean, we can do whatever we want. So it's like, this is my safe space. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that this was my safe space until we were talking about it. Good. Good. So, I'm glad that you've figured it out. Y- yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's okay. It's okay if I cry. It's mm-hmm. okay if I am having a, a bad day, like a bad yeah. week. Like, but I, I think I'm finding out like I need to be like, 
I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. I have need to, to explain it. Yeah, you have to vocalize it. Mm-hmm. Cause like we are in each other's heads a lot, mm-hmm. but I can't read what level you're at. No. And that I mean that's common. Like I'm not gonna be able to read even Eric. Like I, I can tell good. that yeah. something's going on, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Well, and it was like I couldn't explain it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know what to do mm-hmm. about it, about the feelings. About the and feelings. I think that you know, is has a lot to do with the fact that I do have depression. I mm-hmm. do have anxiety. Yep. I do have a lot of things going on in my mm-hmm. brain. And there's sometimes where it's just it's hard to get out of my own way. Out of your own head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you were self-sabotaging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was noticing. I'm like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. I'm just it was just so confusing to watch because mm-hmm. I see Eric do it every once in a while. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm used to it a little bit, but I'm like, I've never seen you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why is she doing that? Like mm-hmm. you have all the tools, mm-hmm. but it's just like you're self-sabotaging, which we've mm-hmm. learned is like. It's just like a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you trying to deal with all the things because mm-hmm. like you were getting really frustrated about your eating mm-hmm. um, because like you guys know when you guys get kind of a couple of years out, like you're going to gain the 10 to 15 pounds. Like, yeah, guaranteed year, it's going to happen. Well, once you hit your goal weight, most well, of the time, like most. I think everybody's just different because like, I didn't hit my. I didn't hit my 10 to 15 pounds until year two and a half to three is when I hit the 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've sat at that. Like I went from 179 to 192 and I've just sat for like three years. <laughs> just, that's where that's I am. where my body, I go down a couple pounds and I go up a couple pounds, but yep. I've never like gotten back down to 179. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. You know what else kind of was frustrating? Hmm. I just thought of that as you were saying, like the 10 to 15 pounds. I tried on my clothes from last summer, right around the time I was having. Oh no! And none of my shorts fit. Yeah, that's because a mental. Because I was one forty-one. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a difference, like for sizing. Uh huh. Yeah, because you were mm-hmm. in like what extra smalls and shit. Extra small, size two. Interesting. Yeah. And now you're you're like a what a six and a medium. Not a six. Yeah. 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 I think comfortably in a medium. Mm-hmm. Some of the mediums can be a little big. Yeah. Um. So it's like a small or a medium. But that could have also started it. Well, that's definitely I would I, I think it played with it. It played a, a, played role. a role. Yeah, it would have to because mm-hmm. we all know like if when we try on clothes and it doesn't fit, you're like we instantly go, oh, my God, I'm like fat again. Oh, my God, I've gained like 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, uh oh. Mm-hmm. And like alerts go on and then you start freaking out inside. Yep. Yeah. And I had to go and buy more shorts. Mm hmm. And you got a lot of shorts. <laughs> I got a, I did get a lot of shorts. Well, I found, okay, so Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Oh, the Jenners. The Kardashians, whatever. Yeah. They made uh, shorts or like jean line or something. Okay. And, or they have a clothing line. I bought a pair of their shorts at Marshall's because I was like, oh, these are really cute. It's those dark black ones. Okay. Yeah. And so I tried them on and I'm like, these are the most fucking comfortable shorts I've ever had. Oh, good. They're high waisted. Yeah. They don't like cut into your legs. Like they are the perfect shorts. So I found two other pairs that were by them different like uh, colors. Okay. And so I was like, 15 bucks a pair? Sure. Deal. Yeah. Deal. Sold. So I did buy some shorts, but. Yeah, but they probably I mean, made that's you. that's what I live in. But you felt good, right? I felt way better once yeah. I had shorts that fit me. Yeah. I think that's a huge contributor of like mm-hmm. feeling better in your, because once you feel good in your clothes again. Then and you you're can, fine. Then you're mentally can slowly mm-hmm. start unpacking other things that mm-hmm. you need to deal with because that's like, we all know we, we stress so hard on our mm-hmm. body 
when we were bigger post-op, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, pre-op. And then the post-op helps to for the confidence to come back in and then feel comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. But you gained. And so you weren't feeling comfortable. I wasn't feeling confident about yeah. where I was at. And like, I have stretch marks. I have loose skin. Mm-hmm. I My legs are yeah. not my favorite. Like, there, there are things that I don't that I was stressing about that I didn't need to stress about. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't do anything about my stretch marks. Nope. I can't do anything about the loose skin on my thighs unless I want to go get plastics. And I can't do that right now. Right. So there's, why am I stressing? And that's the, the anxiety part. Yeah. Cause I know that when we talked, I was trying to get you to, to only worry about the things you can control. Correct. Cause that's what I've learned over the years is like the anxiety goes nuts mm-hmm. on all the things you can't control mm-hmm. and realize you can't control people either. I had to learn that the hard way with Eric mm-hmm. with going through this process, realize I can't, I can't control what he eats, mm-hmm. what he wants to do every day. If he drinks like, water. Yeah. Like if he's going to drink the water, he's just, he should be drinking like, mm-hmm. or like his perception of me, like, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't change any of those things. So I just have to like, okay, I can only control my mental state. And how I react, because mm. that's actually the one thing I've learned over this process is like the reaction is very important mm. mm-hmm. because like when like when we were like I said before, when we were talking, like I made it I was trying to make it as safe place as possible for you to be able to have your feelings open felt up. and yeah. open up because I've noticed with Cody. Sorry, I said your name, but like Certain. I couldn't even I didn't feel comfortable at your house when he was there, because if I would say anything that was like feeling related, mm-hmm. he would just instantly be like, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our I'm looking back, a lot of our friends, friendships were like that. Mm-hmm. Like only reason I think me and you are still friends is because we've always been open and honest with each other. Yeah, We've always been able to cry and, you know, we would have a fight and then we'd be like hugging it out the next minute. Yeah. Like, or like. You know, our perfection episode, mm-hmm. we don't agree. Yeah. We still are like, we still don't agree on that one. Out, right. <laughs> and we're like, no, people agree with me. Um, and, but I mean, we can laugh about that yeah. because everybody has a difference of opinion. Right. right? And everyone's allowed to have mm-hmm. a difference of opinion. I think our circle of friends was kind of toxic because 100%. realizing that like anytime I had an emotion, I would be made fun of. Yeah, if so, you cried, you would you would be made fun made of. Made fun of. So uh-huh. I had to like hold that. The, you guys all taught me how to compartmentalize. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I learned like, oh, I, I don't I can't cry in front of these people because mm-hmm. I'm just going to get made fun of like yep. crazy. Yep. And it's ridiculous. It's like mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, you're in your teens. So no one knows how to like deal with your feelings and emotions. Well, being a teenager is hard enough. Yeah. Like and you're going through your homework. Home, hormones Mm -hmm. you know and I'm I'm a bigger girl at 16 Mm -hmm. like I'm over 200 pounds dealing Mm -hmm. with all of that anxiety Mm -hmm. and then having like a broken home like is not the greatest Mm -hmm. and so like I don't know I was upset I'd cry if I was mad I'd cry if I was frustrated I'd cry Mm because that's the only emotion I knew how to use Mm -hmm. and now I'm like oh I can just talk it out Mm -hmm. I gotta think about it first and process like that's the one thing me and Eric talked about on the way home from the comedy show was like he's like it's funny with you he's like because what you'll do is you'll get upset in the moment mm-hmm. and then like an hour later you'll be like okay so this is actually why I was upset uh-huh because mm-hmm. I'll think about it be like hey why am I upset about something mm-hmm. like this like this is stupid mm-hmm. and sometimes it is just being dumb and mm-hmm. there's no reason for it or I was like oh it was the tone because tone goes a long tone way does go- we learned that mm-hmm. yeah tone is we huge learned that. tone is and I pick up on a lot of tones. Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody's a little sharp with me, I'm like, 
like me. <laughs> I can be kind of sharp. It, it, do, it does happen. And I'll admit that yeah. I can, I'm like that. But every I can once also while. be like, Mel, yep. <laughs> that was sharp. I'm like, ah, shit. Bring it back down. Yep. But we have an open communication. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel safe mm-hmm. talking to you because I know, like, <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, we have a business together. Yeah. So. I'm an ins- I mean, we're kind of stuck. <laughs> I'm an institution, man. I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> well, we've known each other for 20 years. So, yeah. like, we're not we're not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Well, and we're learning, like, let's not eat our feelings. Let's talk mm-hmm. about our feelings. We're trying to figure out this balance because, mm-hmm. like, guys, six years here and she's two years. Like, it's mm-hmm. still hard. It's it's fucking hard just because you get half of your stomach or over half of your stomach removed yeah it doesn't stop those behaviors no you actually have to figure out what your behaviors are mm-hmm. and then you have to acknowledge them mm-hmm. and then figure and out how to- acknowledging acknowledging is a big deal that's hard yeah don't be in denial of it like because what i've learned inside is like i don't have to tell people what my triggers are I just need to know them. You need to know them. Yeah. So I, I don't need to announce my triggers to a bunch mm-hmm. of people and then feel like shit because they're going to make fun of me for it. Wow. I just need to know inside what are they. Mm-hmm. And then I get to change what I want to change mm-hmm. on that. Because I used to be afraid. Like, you guys know I don't like talking about stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm like always afraid of someone making fun of me. Because that's about, all you knew. Because all I knew growing up mm-hmm. was just like, oh, you have a feeling? Let's make fun of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean. So now I'm trying to learn. I lived with that for 14 years. Yeah. You have a feeling? Let's make fun of it. You want to do something? Oh, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people probably deal with that on a Mm -hmm. daily basis, especially the ones that are like ashamed and are scared. And we Mm -hmm. get those messages like, like, I'm I'm nervous to tell my family. Mm -hmm. And you know damn well that's one of the reasons. Well, I think being obese, you you deal with a lot more toxic. You do. In your life. Mm -hmm. So you deal with your toxic friendships because Mm -hmm. you're like, well, I, I don't deserve. Yeah, you put up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of being with Satan was I thought, I mean, I've said it before, I was comfortable with being comfortable. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But I also think I, at some point I was like, well, I don't deserve to have what I really want. Absolutely. And so now that it was forced on me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the decision was forced on me. I didn't I, like and now I'm good with it. But I'm still kind of trying to come to grips with like. What do I deserve? Oh, yeah. Do I deserve to be happy? Do I deserve to find somebody that, you know, loves me and cares for me and is going to actually want to be with me every day for the rest of my life? Why is it deserve? I don't know. I feel like I don't deserve it. Why? I don't know. You're not a bad person. I. So, like, you deserve to be happy just like anybody else. And you know what? And there's some a-holes that are happy <laughs> you know there's a <laughs> like well we don't know if he's happy but right like there i mean there are some pretty awful people out there that are extremely happy mm-hmm. and you're not even close to that so yeah like i think everybody on this earth deserves to be happy mm-hmm. like there's no reason for it i just think it's my internal like my brain just oh it being is being like you don't deserve this yeah yeah, and that's why the perfection episode we argued because, like, you want to be perfect at all times. Yeah, because I don't think I deserve it. You don't deserve Yeah, you yeah. think that you don't deserve uh-huh. it, so I have to be perfect. And then uh-huh. maybe if I'm per- perfect, then I'll deserve it. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's why we argue because I'm like, I don't want to be fucking perfect, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. I'm done trying to be perfect. Uh-huh. I did that in my teenage years, not doing it anymore. No, yeah. no, no. Well, because for the last 14 years, that's all I wanted is I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to be the perfect wife. I wanted, you know, I battled with the fact that we got married and then I got sick. Yeah. And I couldn't be the perfect wife. No. And it's hard because like you go into a marriage knowing someone mm-hmm. and then when that changes, like like an illness mm-hmm. or even me, like guess what, guys, two two weeks after I got married, I broke my my oh, leg. Right. Yeah. I had a spiral fracture from knee down and all of a sudden Eric had to help bathe me mm-hmm. like we didn't have that dynamic yet. Like we we were close, but we were not close in that sense of like, oh, you have to take care of me now. Like, yeah, you literally have to just sponge bathe me. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is like one leg's out, half body's in. We're going to figure this out together. So it's like all of a sudden, like, life happens, and then you have to, like, learn each other mm-hmm. on a whole different level. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we ever recovered from that. I don't think so either. I think I, therapy I think it broke it. needed to be done there. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, there were, I can pinpoint probably five times during our relationship where we should have gone to therapy. Yeah. We're like, this is a time. Yeah. Because you were probably, and I saw it in the photos, because there's some photos that she posts, guys, that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember seeing you that mm-hmm. big before. Mm-hmm. But you were coping with food. I was coping with food. And so I wanted to touch on, so one of the therapists, she was discussing, why do you eat? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... One of the things she mentioned was companionship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that hit me really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to, like, sit back and I was like. She did. She did. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you just called me out and I know exactly what. Like, I literally just want companionship Mm -hmm. because of the fact that. I like to be around people. Yeah. I am a very social person. Mm -hmm. I've always, I've never, like. I've never wanted to be home. Yeah. No. And I mean, even from our teenagers. I would say we like, both we were, were like never a, home. Never home. We were walking. We were movies. at the movies, the mall, the bowling alley. Like we were everywhere. Anywhere we could be that wasn't home. Wasn't home. And so, but I'm living alone now. So I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. I don't have that companionship. Nope. Like I have my puppies. Right. So yeah. I have my puppy dogs. But they don't talk back. Yeah, it's different because they don't talk back. I could talk to them, but they don't talk back. Right. I mean, it'd be kind of cool if they did, but uh, they don't. And so I think I kind of grasp at food Mm -hmm. to kind of fill that, like, companionship, social aspect void. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So now I know that I'm doing it. Well, it's you're not the only I know that there's several people out there that do it and I do it, too. Just it's in a different way. Mm -hmm. Mine just like, oh, Eric's not in the bedroom with me. Uh I can get away with like X, Y, and Z. There's a companionship Mm -hmm. thing there. Like, oh, well, I can hide. Like, I don't have to hide this. Like, Mm -hmm. I want a goddamn cookie. I'm going to go have a goddamn cookie. Yeah. Like it was Father's Day yesterday and I got Eric red vines. It was really funny because like he was in a grumpy mood um, coming back from it was really hot in Portland and he had to drive back and traffic Mm -hmm. was horrible. And my kid was driving. So it was a little stressful, too. And so when he got back, I was just like, I'm the chipper one. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? And he's just like, meh. He's like, back up a fucking yep, step. Yep, you are too hyper for me. Um, and I was like, do you want me to make you something? And he's like, I just want the chicken from last night. Remember when we grilled the chicken? Oh, that was really fucking good. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh, then that's easy. I'll just go get some more. Uh, 
chicken drum legs, right? And drumsticks? Yeah, drumsticks. <laughs> drum legs. Drum legs, whatever they drum are. Drum legs. I was like, I can do that. That's totally fine. When I was there, I saw the red vines. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to get him some red vines. And then I got, I was like, he loves M&M cookies. Mm. But I like it, chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And I found a box that had both from, oh. from Safeway. And they mix it with like a $5 Safeway's pack. cookies are bomb. Yeah. So that's what I was getting to is like, I, they're littler. So they're just like these little guys. Okay. But like, I had like in a two hour period. And then I thought of one of the doctors when I did it. I was like, oh, I totally just binged because I ate like eight of them. Not in one sitting, but it was like eight within two hours. It's fine. I had crumble cookie. I was like, oh, my God. I told Eric, I'm like, we have to. Can we remove this from the bed? Because it was like on the bed. Oh, that's why. And I could like every time I looked at it, I'm like, ooh, it's so good. They're like, so yummy. So I realized like it's the same thing. You can't bring it in the house. Mm-hmm. You just can't do you it. You just can't. And but you're going to have those moments. You Oh, but I also think you have to live your life. Right. You have to right. be able to say, OK, I'm going to buy these cookies. I'm going to eat however many I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like move on past it. Like you can't like I can tell you're holding on to that. Yeah. Because like I I was like, fuck, that was a lot. That was a lot. I've never I've never had eight cookies before, (laughs) to be honest with you. (laughs) Normally, I just buy a two pack from them and I just eat Mm -hmm. the two and then I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. But this was eight of them and there's still some up there in my cupboard. So I'm just like, oh, shit. Breakfast for (laughs) Kelly. I was like, I need these to be gone because I know that I'm going to want more later because I'm going to I'm going to hear it. You know, from far away, I'm like, oh, it's back there. It's back there. Because that's like the food. Melody, me my cookies. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the food addiction in me. It's like, uh-huh. ooh. Uh-huh. And that's why like today, like I got up, guys. I did the yoga. We went on you a mile did? walk. Yes, we, we did. Had, we had egg bites. We had our protein. Mm-hmm. So I have 12 grams of protein in already. Okay, Do you got your coffee? Or is it just regular? It's just coffee. Just coffee. Yeah. And I got our water going. So it's like, yes, I mess. I not that I messed up, but I lived my life last night. And now we're going to go right back to regular schedule programming. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. I love that term. Hmm. I lived my life. Yeah, I lived my life last night. <laughs> I don't think we should call it uh, like a screw up or I like any of the, I think yeah. I, I think we literally should just say I lived my life last night. Yep. I lived my life with that last meal. Well, because I almost was going to say like I messed up last mm-hmm. night. And it's like, no, I was just living my life. Yeah. Had the damn cookies the next day. I'm on point. Yeah. That's all you got to do. You, you did just got all the right stuff today. You got to just start fresh mm-hmm. and you can't beat yourself up because after talking to all those doctors and I, I feel like the like, I don't know, like fate was like on us because. Oh, yeah. Like we were right. We talked to Maybell, opened our eyes on everything. Mm-hmm. And, well, then and then we started like processing and thinking. <laughs> and then like we had two doctors within a couple of days of each other that totally helped us like reel stuff in and be like more on point and realize Mm -hmm. like stop beating yourself up Mm -hmm. because we are all of us, all you listeners too. we Mm -hmm. beat ourselves up and I'm sorry that you guys do this. We got to stop. We got to stop. That's one reason why we're changing the whole losers bench thing, Mm because I don't think we should be called losers. No, I understand that. Yes, we're losing weight and we're on the bench to lose Mm -hmm. weight. But God damn it. We're not losers. We're not losers. We should not have that in our vocabulary. And we're winning. We're winning. We're winning. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Let's talk about winning and this whole like living your life. Stop saying I I had a bad. Yeah, I screwed up. I'm going to be mean to myself now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go work out 20 hours, you know, be ridiculous. a part uh, of the what is it called? It's not the binging. It's the other mm-hmm. one. What's the other one called? I don't know. Oh, I can't think of it. It'll come to me. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think it's part of it, punishing to, yourself. We yeah, you were literally just punishing ourselves. Yeah. And like the last month and a half, I've been doing nothing but punishing myself. I would agree. For something that is completely out of my control. Well, and it's something that's not even your fault. I mean, like, yes, you play a part in your own divorce, of course. Yeah, of course. I take Everybody does. ownership over that. Yeah. Like, it takes two to do this. But, mm-hmm. like, also, you're p- being really mean to yourself mm-hmm. for stuff that you can't control with what, mm-hmm. what he's done. Yeah. And all you can do is just move now forward from it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, getting that part. Because mm-hmm. you've been, yeah, like, the last one and a half, you've been punishing. Mm-hmm. And, guys, I even told her, I was like... I'm starting to get worried. Like, should I be worried? Where are we at right now? Because I don't know. I can see it. Mm -hmm. And I can see it was like slowly, gradually happening. And I was like, "Hmm." and it was only getting worse. Yeah, it wasn't getting better. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't know what to do. And you guys know me. I want to fix. And then I take on the responsibility Mm -hmm. of your feelings. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I can't do that either. So (laughs) what are we like? How do we fix? Yeah, because I'm like, (laughs) you can't like. My feelings are my feelings. Yeah. And you can't take ownership of them because you don't, I mean, you can take, like, you can pinpoint a couple feelings. Right. But, like, you taking on my feelings, that's not your job. That's well, not, not your responsibility. Like, that's all on me. I got to take right. it. I got to figure it out for myself. Yep. And that's part of being, like, single mm-hmm. is I'm trying to figure out these things for myself. Right. And, like... And that's one of the things is like when I was married, I would put whatever I had on my husband. Right. Because that's that's your partner. Yep. But now I'm trying to like, this is me. This is you. This is me. I'm going to figure it out. I need to make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. So I need to be responsible for myself. And I can't do that if I'm constantly putting other stuff on other people. Right. Yeah. Cause like now you're in the process of learning like how to take it on by yourself. Exactly. Cause you have mm-hmm. had, you've, you've been able to do that mm-hmm. and you should be able to do it with your partner. Like that mm-hmm. makes sense. But mm-hmm. now the partner has gone. So now you have to like internalize. Mm-hmm. That's probably why you're feeling all the feelings. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. now you have to, I have to, I have to figure it out for myself. Mm-hmm. I can't put it on anybody else. Mm-mm. And I just really think like I, like you said, like, I think the universe told us we needed to talk to people yeah, that were professionals. Yep. And obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't like a therapy session for us, but like, cause we asked questions mm-hmm. that you guys sent us and all of that, but it was very, it was very eye opening. Yeah. And like it helped really process like the, the depression and the anxiety is okay. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You can feel your feelings. But you just can't. You have to take that negativity out of it. Well, and I think society has made it be like, oh, you have anxiety and depression like like you're you're stupid, like there's something wrong with Mm -hmm. you. And it's like, actually, I think with COVID, this is only only pro thing about COVID Mm -hmm. is that now everybody got to see it. Everybody got to see it. And like therapists are like. Totally normal now. Yeah, because it's it's. You should be seeing one. Mm-hmm. And the way that one of the doctors said it was like, actually, you should see one more when you're happy than you are when you're sad. Mm-hmm. That was interesting because yeah. I never even like thought, thought of that. that. No. Well, because our society says like, oh, you go when there's a problem. Yeah. And then they'll fix you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, actually, if you just go as a checkup mm-hmm. like you would, like the way that she explained it, it was just like you going in and getting your annual done. Your your teeth cleaned. Your teeth cleaned. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, if you go in only when it's bad, right? 
mm-hmm. your teeth are always going to be bad. Right. But if you go in, you go in every six months and you get your teeth cleaned. Yeah. So do the same thing with therapy. Just have exactly. a check in. Yep. And to make yep. sure your relationship with the therapist is good. Yes. She said test out therapists. Yeah. Like interview them, basically. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a connection, peace. Yeah. You know how some of you guys like interviewed your surgeons because there's some of you like that. Did like three. Yeah. Some of them five. Yes. Do the same thing with your therapist. Yeah. Figure out, find one that you gel mm-hmm. with because that's the one that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said the mainly it's because of like that, that relationship and that rapport is so important mm-hmm. that as long as you have that, then you'll be OK. Mm-hmm. Like they'll give you the tools and you'll be able to work through it. But Correct. if But if you can't respect the person that you're talking to or have that yeah. like, you know, chemistry there, then yeah. it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. A lot, lot harder. And there are now like online sessions you can go to. Like, yeah, a lot of them are virtual now. Mm-hmm. And there's so. some like apps out there, like the whole like Better Now. I think it's it's called that's what the it's, one that I, I sent you, right? You sent me. Yeah. yeah. So there's Better Now, and then there's like Face Helper, Brain Helper. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, there's a couple now. Like you get discounts, and you can actually just do do the Zooms. Because mm-hmm. um, I had a friend that lives in Portland, and that's what she was doing, which is all oh, Zoom okay. therapy. Okay. Um, and then you can tell. When the therapy was happening versus not happening because mm. like that person, I think, needs to be on, on a regular basis. Mm. I think a lot of us really should be. We should be checking in. We should be checking in with with a professional, professional. and be like, this is where I'm at mentally. Like we all want to be mentally healthy, right? Yeah. We all, we all want to be healthy mm-hmm. physically. Yeah. But a part of that is being healthy mentally. Well, yeah, it's your brain. Mm -hmm. So we should be healthy, like having healthy brains. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have someone talk to you and figure out like, oh, you know, we have a chemical imbalance here, actually. Yeah. Because some people, like, you just don't know. Oh, yeah. Speaking of chemical imbalance, Mm -hmm. that was another thing that played a part in my breakdown. Yeah. Was I was off of one of my meds for a while. Oh, yes. The Cymbalta? Cymbalta, yeah. Cymbalta, yeah. And that's my, like, mood. <laughs> like, leveler. <laughs> out of all the ones you stopped me. <laughs> well, because I ran out of it. Yeah. And then I just didn't go to the pharmacy and get it. Because I just didn't even, like, think that it was that important. Mm. And I'm starting to learn that, yeah. No, there's a reason why yep. you're on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I got back on that. Like, I feel, I feel... 10 times better than I did. Well, I noticed that you also have anxiety about going or something. Maybe it's not anxiety. You can tell me what it is. But of like you just going to get your meds. It's like you don't don't, like to do it. I don't like to do it. And I don't know if it's because Satan did it for so long. Yeah. Like that was his thing is he would go and get my meds. Mm -hmm. Or if I just like because it's literally like a minute from my house. Seriously, guys. It's so close to my house. And I don't know why. I don't know. Like. I, well, I mean, I really do like to pretend like I'm not sick. Like I know I'm sick, mm-hmm. and I know I have like, yeah, I have problems, right? Yeah. But you gotta just, get, you gotta stay like on your to, meds, though. I don't like to admit it, which is fine. Like, I like to live in denial. I know you do. I know I you a do. A lot, a lot of, a lot of issues. <laughs> a lot of issues with me. I like to live in denial. <laughs> I'm learning it more and more. Yeah. But like, yeah, I told her guys, I was like, you cannot come in this house until you get your pills. Yes. Until I was like, I'm done with you not going. It's literally because she passes by it. Yeah. Depending on which way yeah. she goes, uh-huh. she wouldn't pass by it. But so most of the time she most passes the time. by it. So I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Like, yeah. and I even told her, like, am I going to have to go? Like, what are we doing here? I know. I was like, no, I'll do it tomorrow. And she's like, you're not coming back in this house until you get it. And I was like, God damn it. No, yeah. It's really like, you have to go. Come on. It's your meds, man. But I did need my sleeping meds. She and did. that one I will not go without. Like, I was like, okay, I'll go pick up all my meds now. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. That one. And then my Lyrica I have to have. Yeah. I will kill you if you don't take your Lyrica. Yeah. Because I'm like. The next day, it's down. It's less than 24 hours, guys. If she doesn't have that, like, it's a problem. So. Hold on. Something going on? I just want to make sure. Because I keep seeing everything pop up. I just want to make sure. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Okay. Are we okay? Yep. Everything good. good? I just kept seeing the flash, and I was like, oh, is something happening? No, you're fine. So, that. Oh, because you used your phone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> your phone's right there. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I was like, I thought, I thought I left it upstairs. It's buzzing. Ah. Put it down there. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, I just think that we don't really talk about mental health a lot. Mm-mm. No. Like, we talk about, like, the the brain, like, the mental part of it. Right. But we don't talk about depression, anxiety, all of those things that kind of play a part what's scary it, it's very scary yeah and a lot of people feel nervous about talking about it because then they think they're gonna get like looked down on well and there is a stigma for yeah for mental health almost everything we do there's a goddamn stigma it's yeah. like oh just you're obese there's a stigma oh wait, wait surgery? there's a stigma oh you have mental problems oh there's a stigma yeah so it makes sense why all three of these are kind of like in line with each other mm-hmm. because we've been told that it's not okay Mm-hmm. To not like, I know in my family, like therapy was like, nope, not happening. And mine was Suck the exact that opposite. Shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine was the exact exact opposite. We cried, we yelled, we did all of the things. Mm-hmm. My mom was very pro therapy. Like she was like, oh, you need to see a therapist. Okay, here you go, and she would make the appointment. Yeah. But like your family was yeah. not like that. No. Fuck no. Not happening. Which is funny because you're more open about your feelings now and Mm -hmm. I'm more closed off about my feelings. Right. It is a little interesting. It should be the opposite, right? You would think that it would be. I think um, the surgery and then Eric played a big part of that because he would tell me all the time. I was like, he's like, I can't read your mind. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You're not up in this brain. (laughs) (laughs) I realize you have no fucking idea. You're not up in this brain. Well, because there's time when, you know, when you're like, and like you're mad right mm-hmm. and so you start playing like how okay mm-hmm. how are we gonna have this conversation mm-hmm. and you start going all the different scenarios like oh mm-hmm. if I say that we're gonna get in really big trouble mm-hmm. or if I do this and we're gonna like argue mm-hmm. so like I'd finally get to the right spot of where I think we can have this conversation and mm-hmm. then I would say the things and then the reaction would be different than what I thought mm-hmm. and so it was funny because like he looked at me was he's like what's wrong and I was like you had a different reaction than I thought you were going to have. And he goes, yeah, I had a feeling that's what it was. He's like, I'm, he's all, whatever fantasy you played in there, like, think about it and come to grips with it. I'm not the person that you had in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like, good point. Good point. That is a good point. And so now I realize that's why I, I think a lot because I'm realizing like, oh, why am I? Like, and we talked about it with the doctors, too. It's called mm-hmm. cognitive thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's like actually thinking about why are you feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Because I used to not do that. And I would feel like people would make fun of me if I did. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, how would they know? Mm-hmm. How would they know that I did this process in my own head? Yep. They have no clue unless I tell them. No. So, like, I'm like, I'll just do it because it seems to be working. Like, <laughs> it seemed to help. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking things through. Yeah. 
and then telling people your thought process mm-hmm. and how you got there. Because mm-hmm. like you'll say all the time, you're like, I just love the way your brain works. Mm-hmm. And then Eric's like, I love I love your logic there. Yeah. He's like, I see how you got there now mm-hmm. because I can get us from A to Z real quick. And he'll be like, how the fuck did that happen? He, well, and I'm uh, I, I back. I'm backwards. Like she is. Backwards. So you so Mel does A to Z, right? Yeah. I'll go Z to A. Mm-hmm. Like that's how my brain thinks. Yeah. Because I want to see what, okay, what's the end result? And then let's go backwards and figure out why it started. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, we are vice versa. Yeah. That's why we have to communicate better. Because, like, Mm -hmm. we'll be thinking we're on the same page. But really, if we're not, and it's because I'm going linear and she's going reverse. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, hold on. How do we get in the middle? (laughs) Yeah, we got to meet in the middle and then we'll figure it out. And so we're just learning to communicate a little bit better. Which, I mean... Communication plays a huge part in my mental health. Yes. If I can talk to somebody and I know that they're understanding me and not judging me. It's the judge. It's I feel better. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like actually healing Mm -hmm. versus. Okay, let's brush that under the rug. Yeah. And we're just going to pile more shit on top of it. Well, and you're used to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not used to that. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, we need to talk. And that's why I go backwards. Mm hmm. Because I'm used to being like, okay, what's the end result? Okay, let's go. Okay. And then let's brush it under the rug. Yeah. That's annoying. I'm sorry you have to do that. Or that your brain does that because of what you yeah. went through. Yeah. Yeah. So something that I don't I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Hmm. So every time. So you know when you're like. Breaking news, guys. I, breaking news with. Uh, with OSLP. Yeah. Um, so you know how when you're in the car, or you're laying in bed or something, and like you'll think of like your life or whatever and you'll smile. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or cry. Because I do that. <laughs> you're not supposed to cry about your life. <gasps> well, there's sad parts. <laughs> okay. So the happy parts. Okay. Cool. Like when you're you're ha- like in the car and you're like singing music and you're like, I really love my life right now, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So every time I do that. Mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. Oh, so and you, I, I don't do that. You don't like have the happy feelings anymore. Or? No, I don't smile. You don't smile. Yeah. So like when you're having having happy thoughts and you're just in the car and you're just smiling and yeah, like yeah. having a good time, like I'll laugh if I'm talking to somebody mm-hmm. and like I'll, I'll smile in person. Okay. But when I'm by myself, no, I don't acknowledge that this is a good part in my life. Oh, so you need to figure out like, like the smiling's okay. Like Mm -hmm. feeling fun is okay and happy Mm -hmm. even by yourself. And even if something does go wrong, it's okay. Well, and it's not because you're happy before that the thing. That's the way my brain works. Well, that's an anxiety thing. The whole like waiting for the next, the other shoe to drop. That's definitely me. Yeah. Cause I did that for years. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to always have this pit in my stomach for years Mm -hmm. with between my mom and Eric and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like it would just be like, Oh, and it was funny. I remember I was with Amy. We just saw a scary movie. Mm -hmm. We were driving home and I was like, the pit's gone. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. I've noticed the last couple of days the pit's gone. Like I don't have any like ugh, like the, in your throat or yeah. in your stomach. She's like, that's interesting. I didn't know that you had that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, like I would feel just like, OK, when is something bad going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like I've, I noticed that anytime I get a bonus at work, mm-hmm. I could never actually use it because it'd be like, oh, the dishwasher broke or mm-hmm. the washer and dryer broke or mm-hmm. something's wrong with the car. Mm-hmm. And like slowly that wasn't happening. And mm-hmm. then like 
me and Eric stopped fighting for long periods of time mm-hmm. and realizing like, oh, everything's actually okay. Mm-hmm. And stop like worrying or thinking that the other shoe is going mm-hmm. to drop. So like that took, I think, until like three years ago, four years ago. Wow. Yeah. So it's wow. a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah. I, I I'm constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. Well, well you're mean, going through a trauma right going, now, though. I, I am. I yeah. am going through a trauma. And I'm definitely like there are lots of steps in getting divorced, apparently. I'm learning all about yes. it. Um, and so I don't know when things are happening. I have mm-hmm. no timeline. No. So I'm like just waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like an anxiety and depression on itself. Oh, yeah. Like that pit that you're talking about. That's what I have in my stomach. Yeah. Like yeah. all the time. Right. All the time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's Especially like Especially when I come into contact with Satan. Mm-hmm. I used to think that I had ulcers until I got checked and they're like, no. It's just, just a just a worry. It's like a worry pit. Yeah. It's like a, like an away. alert. You're like, ooh, you're just always hyperly alert. But they do mm-hmm. say from like people that are lashkey, lashkey kids. Latchkey. Yeah. So basically mm-hmm. like when you got home from school, your parents weren't home mm-hmm. and you had to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of that comes from that because you're always on high alert, making sure like you got to take care of yourself. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. Because that's yeah. all that's all we did was take care of ourselves yeah. or each other. I mean, from like age 14 to. Yeah. I mean, probably 12 for me. I'm trying to think. But that might have been like 12. Yeah. I'm trying to think when my mom, because my mom went to college. Your mom goes to college. Your mom goes uh, to college. Uh, my mom started college when she was 36. Yeah. And she did four years. So she was 40. I'm trying to think of when. Well, how old are you guys apart? Or like how many years ago? Years apart are you? I don't know. Well, you're 35. How old's your mom? 67. 67. So you're 32 years apart. So you were. No way. That's. What? Really? You guys are 32 years apart? Yeah, my mom was older. Well, then that means you were four or five when she was going through college. No. That's, that's what I'm right. saying. This, okay. We'll just move on we'll from We'll move on from we'll that. Sorry, guys. But yeah, I, I think it was probably like 10 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's like where the food comes in, too. Like, mm-hmm. you're only taught what you got. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you did. Like, you just ate all the f- that food mm-hmm. because you're just like, I don't know when I'm going to get food again. Or mm-hmm. I need comfort. I need companionship. Yeah. So we were eating young mm-hmm. and not knowing why. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. And I have daddy issues. Yeah. Your dad wasn't around. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's like a whole thing to unravel of why, like, one, we became obese in the first place. Mm-hmm. And Which then. Which did you talk about with the, one of the therapists? Mm-hmm. And then the fact of like getting the surgery and now mm-hmm. unpacking like, oh, all the backstory of mm-hmm. why we got to this point and how do we change our behaviors? Mm-hmm. Because what we were taught. <laughs> Wasn't the greatest, guys, obviously. It, it was not. It was not the greatest. And I'm sure y'all can relate. Like, and I mean, our parents did the best that they could, right? Yeah, they did. The, this is how I see it. They did the best that they could with the tools that they had at the time. Correct. So I'm not mad at my parents for what they had. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed that they didn't try harder. But I, they don't, That's they the didn't only thing. know to try harder. Yeah. I guess not. Like... I mean, they didn't know. They yeah. didn't know. So you can't 
try harder if you don't know. If you don't know what you're doing, yeah. it's actually messing mm-hmm. messing them up. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously I have some issues with family still. Just like angry. Well, I mean, I think we all do, right? Yeah. I mean, your your issues are your issues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much you want to go into detail. So, um, but I mean, I think we all like I have daddy, daddy issues. Right. You have issues with with the way you grew up and mm-hmm. like that they didn't try harder. But, you know, well, I, they just weren't like because like with Dylan and because of going through all this, like mm-hmm. I like to check in with Dylan at least once or twice a day. Cause like he's a teenager now, so he doesn't want to hang out with me. So like, but every time he comes upstairs, I try to be like, what are you doing downstairs? How's it going? Mm-hmm. Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. Like just really trying to check in to make sure like he's mentally and physically okay. Mm-hmm. And no one. And that's why I don't share stuff is cause they don't, they never checked in. Mm-hmm. They never, they were just like, oh, she's home from school. Grades done. Just like, how are we doing? Yep. Good. All right. Chores done. Good. Okay. Peace. Like that wasn't, yep. they just wanted to make sure I was fed, clothed. And, and I grades. and got good grades. And so but no one checked in on Melanie, mental. Mel, Melanie's mental state or mm. how it like just even just how are you do, doing today? Like mm. that never really came out of people's mouths. It was just like high strung, high stress. I have to go here, here and here and no mm. one would check in on us. So it was just like I need I need check ins. Mm-hmm. And so I do check ins with Dylan and I tell Eric like, hey, you need to check in on us because mm-hmm. like he'll he'll do that every once in a while. I'm like. Hey, your family, especially during COVID, like Mm -hmm. when we first were all together, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you got to check in on us yeah, because we're not doing okay. But like you're and he's excluding himself too. Like we're Mm -hmm. all not doing okay. We all Mm -hmm. need to like, let's have a family dinner. Like, yeah, you need to be together. You need that like companionship Mm -hmm. part of it. I mean, it's normal for we crave companionship. Yeah, the that's humans what, do. That's why, like, most people don't like being single. Yeah. Like, because you crave that companionship and that, mm-hmm. like, loving. Yeah. Like, even if you're, like, not there with your person, you know, of loving, saying I love you or whatever. Yeah. You, you crave that touch that, like, you know. Well, we're social creatures. We that, are. That's why it was really hard for people during COVID times because mm-hmm. they got restricted. Mm-hmm. And that's when they realized, oh, mental health is an issue mm-hmm. and we need to take it seriously yeah. <laughs> because like you don't know what's going on in someone's head and how they're feeling unless you ask. Mm-hmm. And like employers were realizing, oh, I need to not be dicks about them calling out because they need a mental day. Yeah. Because people yeah. are killing themselves. That needs, like, <laughs> that needs to be a like a norm. Yeah. For jobs. Like, like that you have a certain number of like mental health, health days. days because there are some days where it's like you just need to be in your own head. Like yeah. you just need a break from everything. Mm-hmm. And 100%. I mean, you say it, I say it like I'll be like, I'm done. I can't handle anything else. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to go home and lay down and watch TV. Yeah. Like I'm just going to my term is zone out. Zone out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to not try to like learn something new or make any decisions right now i need to be removed yes. from that process for 24 hours oh my god yes and i mean that so you guys i built a whole website yeah she did i built an entire fucking website by myself yep i was so fucking proud of myself you should be it's amazing but i stared at a computer for 15 hours in one day yep yep like i was up at like 5 a.m and I did not stop until close to 10. Yeah. So, yeah, 15 hours, right? Mm-hmm. It was, and by the time I was done, I was like, I can't, like, 
I can't do anything. Like I can't function. Like, I'm going to lay down. Nope. I don't want to watch a show that I have to pay attention to. I don't want anything. I just want to like completely zone out. Mm-hmm. But it was worth it. Go check it out. Go it's check it out. Beautiful. It's OurSleevedLifePodcast.com. That's right. Well, yeah, because like we're revamping. So FYI, it's coming soon. Yes. We're rebranding, getting some new stuff. So you guys will see it in the next uh-huh. couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, like we we've been hardworking. We want to make sure that we're giving out accurate information and good content, good content, mm-hmm. and just relatable because mm-hmm. we are regular people and <laughs> we have problems. We have mental issues. We have mental health. Yeah, I mean, we are normal fucking people. Yeah, and that's the deal. Is like we're we're not the people that like got the surgery and then are going to be like. An athlete. No. Okay. No. We're your regular Joe Smo down the street that's just like trying to live the life and not go crazy. We're doing the best we can. Yes. Yes. And sometimes that is all is that's all we need. Like yeah. just do the best you can for that day. If it wasn't your greatest, that's okay. Well, it was funny because okay. like you know how, like, we're trying to celebrate the small victories, right? Yes. And yes. we try to make sure, like, when we see it, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. So funny story. When I was, um, when we went and saw Tom Papa, mm-hmm. we were going to meet my brother at a Japanese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he, and we were running late. And I told him, like, hey, this is when we're leaving, all the things. Like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. And then um, he, like, midway of driving there, he's like, how far are you? And well, hey, it says we're going to be there at this time. He's like, cool. We're just, we decided not to go back to the house. We're just going to walk around and be outside. And my first instinct was like, my Marco back was good job. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm glad that you just did that. And then his Marco back, he's like, did you really just say good job to me for not going home and just being outside? And I was like, that is a non-scale victory. I'm like, these are the things that you should celebrate because before, you know, damn well, you wouldn't have done that. No, he would have gone home. He would have laid on the couch, played video games, whatever. And waited. And waited. Yeah. And now you're outside walking Mm -hmm. around, enjoying the scenery, checking out shots. Like that's a whole different dynamic. So it's like Mm -hmm. celebrate the little shit like you are just human. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you like just getting up and making your bed is just like a win for the day. Like sometimes we can't make it through the day and little things like that will be like it's helpful. There like there's some there were some days during that like month and a half where I was like, I got a bottle of water in. Yeah. Good job, Kelly. You like, did it. Yeah. That, that was all I had. That yeah. was all I had because I was just like. And that's OK. Like, guys, celebrate the yeah. victories. And if you're having an off day, just, you know, give yourself like one goal. Right. And like if that's I brushed my teeth today. Yeah. Good job. Washed your face. Yep. Something. Yep. Put on deodorant. I don't know. Like, like something. Or even if it's like, you know, I made one phone call that I needed to make. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, because we know, like, we hate making those appointments, oh those phone calls. Why is it so hard? And, like, I love it because watching Kelly, it's hilarious. It's like she doesn't want to go get her pills. She doesn't want to make phone calls, and she hates the post office. And they're all no, next to I, each I other. I don't mind the post office. You wait like a motherfucker. Oh, I do wait. I do wait. She waits till her pills are needed to go well, to the post. Well, they're right next door. I know. Well, and then I, <laughs> I loop in Winco because it goes to the grocery store, and then it goes my... Mm-hmm. The Rite Aid for the pharmacy, and then it goes to the post office. Yeah. So I usually do Winco. I'll do all my shopping, and then I'll walk down. Just one big swoop. I'll do, yeah. And, uh, sometimes I'll drive. 
Oh my God, so Kelly. I know. You could walk on all of those. I know. But when you're, <laughs> Winko, I'm going to justify it really quick. I don't know how many groceries I'm going to have. Yeah. So usually I'll do my grocery shopping and park down there. And then okay. I'll put all my groceries in. And then I'll drive down to the middle. Oh, And see. then I'll hit Rite Aid and then You're the post office. But yeah, we- there's sometimes where I've driven to all three. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, they're, like, legit walking distance. Yeah, like, are. I, because what when we first started, like, after surgery, mm-hmm. um, we would park in the back of everything and walk, mm-hmm. right? So, we're like, got to get your extra steps. By the way, that really, really helps. It does. I totally probably gained a mile extra in by just doing that, like, from every place I'd go to. But now, that's what we do. Like, same thing with you, but the mm-hmm. Winco over here mm-hmm. is next to, like, a Dollar Tree a, a liquor store and stuff like that. So, we'll literally, like, go... Put all of our stuff in the car. There's a liquor store over there? Yeah, I didn't know that. And so that's where we went yeah, on Saturday because it's right next to it. <sighs> yeah. So literally, we, we just put all of our stuff in the car and then we walked over to the liquor store and then grabbed that and walked back to Good our car. to know. Yeah. And then the Dollar Tree. the liquor stores are. <laughs> so liquor. <laughs> Kelly's... Kelly has been lushing. It's, it's yeah. So it's it's called lushy. Yeah, she's I'm calling being, it a lushy. I'm being lushy yes. right now. Yes. Um, I have very much been enjoying my liquor. Yeah. Yeah. So lushy is slushy, but with alcohol. <laughs> I don't know why I like that term, but you're hilarious. I am just enjoying living life. Yeah, I think and that's fine. I don't feel like it's an issue. I don't drink like. I don't really drink at home anymore. Mm-hmm. I was having like a glass of wine every now and then mm-hmm. at night. I don't really do that. Okay. I just, it's more social. Yeah. And it's summertime. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed with myself is like, so you probably noticed on Saturday, like we would do a shot tequila mm-hmm. and then I would just drink water the whole rest of the time. I know. And I'm like, shot of tequila, tequila drink. Yeah. No. Shot of tequila, Mm-mm. tequila drink. I did not get my water in on Saturday. Yeah, I totally that did not. Happen. I was excited. I totally did. I was like, hell yeah. yeah, because that's how I balance because it's like mm-hmm. I've learned because I'm, I'm a little bit later in the years of the whole drinking mm-hmm. game. And I've learned if you can just take your drink and we do straight liquor, guys. And there's a reason why, <laughs> because one, the sugar content and most of your mixed drinks are insane, mm-hmm. insane in the membrane. Mm-hmm. So if you can get it as much natural as you can do it, because like there, I've, I've counted the calories. There's like. 50 calories in our tequila shots. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-mm, not at all. Well, I mean, I did. Okay. <laughs> She's like counting all the ones she did. <laughs> but that's the deal. Is like when you have straight liquor, it does. It's easier on your belly, on your um, liver. Mm-hmm. And then for even like for processing, because most of your hangovers are two things, dehydration and mm-hmm. too much sugar. So mm, I didn't know about the sugar. Yeah. So like when you have those like strawberry lemonades with vodkas, it's really mm. the sugar content is just way too high. It, they're too sweet. OK, so I was at dinner last night and I ordered this passion punch thing. I don't know what it was. It was so sweet. I, I didn't even dr- I drank probably this much of it. Yeah. I was like, mm, it's too much. man. No, because when we drink, you do my Just, margaritas, but it's just like. It's lemon and lime. It's lemon, lime, and then I do a little bit of orange juice or pineapple, pineapple juice. juice. Yeah. So literally, like, it's 
It's very simple, clean, as clean as you can get. And it's very tart. Like, yep. it's not sweet. Mm-mm. And, oh, God, that was so gross. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. Yeah, and that, that's why I know there's, like, no hangovers. And it's like, we all know, like, if you're drinking before you go into surgery, like, if you're a drinker or if mm-hmm. you like to socialize like that, mm-hmm. like, it's going to happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you just got to prepare. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like any other day, like, when we prep for our like workouts mm-hmm. and our food, you just got to prepare for what you're going to drink. Mm-hmm. So before drinking, make sure you eat all your protein. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing. Like mm-hmm. make sure you have those things in line, drink your water in between. Exactly. Because yeah. like I had my hydrate bottle and it was flashing at me and I was like, <laughs> all right, girlfriend, you need a drink. Sweet. We're going to have yep. some water. And that's why I like these. I really do. Because the bottom lights up and like, I'll just have it sitting on my nightstand and mm-hmm. I'll see it out of the corner of my eye. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to yep. drink some water. And that's what's OK. So we weren't sure we were going to like them just because, like, they're pretty high tech. Like, they they, they balance. I think mine died. Is yours dead? Yeah. So there is, like, you just kind of charge it, like, once every four to five days. Yeah, it, and it yeah. takes really quick to charge, too. Oh, yeah. Um, But the deal is, is that, like, it's it's interesting. It weighs all the water. Yeah. So it gets in. You have an app. Mm-hmm. And and it literally it records everything. everything, everything. As long as you put it on a flat surface, every mm-hmm. time it's on a flat surface, it calculates what's left in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I didn't think that I was going to like it. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you need a drink. Hey, you're doing this. Like it gives you little achievements. It's like mm-hmm. you saved a case of water this week. A bottled water. Yeah. A bottled water. Like it's all about the plastic, like saving mm-hmm. the plastic because. Guys, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Because what I've learned, I watched this documentary to where like when you're recycling, like, we're recycling, right? Mm-hmm. So only 1% of all recyclables are actually recycled. Oh, that's There's sad. so much that like, you can't break down still. Wow. It's insane. And even with your people that's like advertise like, oh, you're using a product that's been recycled. Uh-huh. It's like a really small percentage is actually the recycled parts. Huh. Yeah. So it's very important to have these bottles that are reusable mm-hmm. because the landfills are building up our fishes and our sea creatures are dying. And literally like China doesn't want our garbage anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they're sending it back. They're like, nope, that's not ours. Because they're mad at us because we can't recycle, right? So, like, it's ridiculous. So we have to find ways to be clever. One, liquid death is pretty freaking cool. It's water. It's sparkling water. Yeah. And it looks like a beer can. Yep. So dudes fulfill so comfortable drinking out of it. But they're all about replacing, like, um the re- the, the, pla- the plastic bottles. And they actually send 10% of all proceeds go to fighting the plastic bottles and mm. shit like that. And these hydrates are fucking perfect for yeah. it because they tell you, they're like, hey, it's time to drink, time to drink. And then I'm like, oh, how did I already reach my goal? It's I like, know. It's, it's like two so in weird. the afternoon, three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like one day I hit all like almost like 80 to 90. It was well, pretty crazy. And what I love. Okay, where did I put the app? So it's called the Hydrate app. I think I put it in there. And I love, yep. like they even give you little like. um. So if you have the video, you'll see this. Yeah. But. Uh-oh, it says zero, guys. Oh, it's sinking. <laughs> I've had one, one ounce. <laughs> I've had one ounce, guys. Oh, there we go. Oh, six ounces. Six ounces. It was so there calculating. So, but it's really cool because it's it tells me, like, I'm at 11% of my goal. I have two and a half bottles to go. And then it tells you, like, if you have a streak of, mm-hmm. of days that you're on point, they even have coupon codes which don't use that one use ours it's oslp yeah. um but yeah i mean you guys know that we don't 
we don't talk about things that we don't like. Like, That's, yeah, no. If we don't like it, we're not going to talk about it. No. And these bottles, like, we were both like, yeah, they're like, they're cool. Like, we'll use them. Like, we'll we'll try them out. And then, like, two days later, we're like, I love this fucking bottle. Yeah, like, this is crazy. And you have to get the straw one. Like, the straws are important. Yeah. I know some post-op people are nervous about the straws. Just take it Remember, slow. it's up to you and your body and try it out. Should I do my what description? Do you, you want everybody to hear you take a drink? I'm confused. <laughs> what also is cool is that it links to your Apple Watch or your Galaxy. <laughs> Or your Android watch. It does. And so it'll yeah. remind you on your watch, like, hey. Well, and it, it's like little phrases. Yeah, yeah. It's very cute. It's like, hey, I think you need water now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, I mean, it's worth it to me. It is. It's helped me this last, like, for the days that I'm down, like, mm-hmm. where I just don't want to do anything, it's helped me at least be that's on point. Yes. So at least we can say, you know what? I did not hit my protein goal today. Mm -hmm. I didn't do the physical challenge. But you know what I did do? I got all my water in. Mm -hmm. So like if we can get something out of like our three challenges Mm -hmm. done, I feel at least somewhat accomplished. Yeah. I'm getting there. Because it's hard. We all know it's Mm -hmm. hard. And so like we're not trying to say like this is easy. It's Mm -hmm. not at all. This this whole like episode, I think, is really pinpointing how not easy it is. Yeah. Like. Not only are you going through a lot physically, mm-hmm. but then mentally, and then you add in depression, anxiety, binge eating symptoms. I mean, any, you name and it, we're life, going through it. Life triggers, because we all know, like, work is stressful. Some people got laid mm-hmm. off during this process. Some yep. people are getting divorced during this process. You know, people are dying, like. Life is going to happen regardless of us having a surgery or not. Mm-hmm. So we have to figure out what are the tools to get us through the humps. Yeah. And I think life. finding a bariatric therapist is going to be really important. And I, I'm actually going to do some research for mm-hmm. myself because I think that's where I need it. I think so, too. And she said, if you are not finding a lot in your area, check on behavioral therapists yes because they're pretty much they're 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 very similar because they're they're helping us break those uh behaviors that we've learned or eating disorder Mm -hmm. therapists are gonna have kind of the same thing she said to double check with them so when you call like make sure that that's a part of where they're yeah they're at like hey i've had bariatric Mm -hmm. surgery do they specialize in that Mm -hmm. do they know anything about it and then once we drop the therapy episodes um we do have some um dot coms that we can give you to Absolutely. do some research. Yeah. Um, she did give us some some areas to check out. Yeah. And you can also look on the what is it? ASMBS? Yeah. ASMBS. Because I know I know it ends with, with bariatric society. So I don't know is it Yeah, so it's AMBS. I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure it out. Someone listening to us is like, it's this. Yeah, right. (laughs) They're like yelling in their car. But that one is a good one because that is completely like all bariatric sites. You can learn a lot off of that site. It's not just for therapy. It's fucking cool, actually. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah. So you can do some research on there and see if you can find a bariatric therapist in your Mm -hmm. area. Yeah, because Dr. Dovac used that to help us with the pregnancy episode. She did. So if you guys haven't listened to that, go check it out. Because that's that was that was also something that happened in June is that we got to learn a lot about pregnancy stuff. Um, And I didn't really know much about it because I don't care to have a child again. 
Um, so and I can't have kids. Yeah. So, so it was very eye opening, all the mm-hmm. things and how she's like, hey, girlfriend, just because you're not ovulating does not mean you, you're not fertile. Like you could still get pregnant. And so like you have to be careful on those things yeah, because I don't want kids. And also after surgery, like that's going to be higher. You have higher risk of getting pregnant. Right. Isn't that what we found out? Yeah. But I mean, I haven't been on birth control for a while. Like a while, while. A few years. At least four years. Yeah. I have yeah. not been on birth it's control. It's been crazy. So, but I also, TMI for the guys, pause it, or like fast forward <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, I don't have a period. I don't mm-hmm. ovulate. I don't have any of those symptoms. Yeah. Which, of having right. a child, which is good because I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want I them. I don't want them. I love my nieces. I love my nephews. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You, you get to go home. And I get to have my puppy dogs. There you go. And if for those yeah. that do, because we know baby fever is a thing. Oh, totally. Just is. wait until the second year. Like once you once you get the first year over is or what they were saying. when you hit goal weight. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is typically out like right around the, first, mm-hmm. the one year mark to 18 yeah. months. So, but be, I mean, be careful. But yeah, go listen to the episode. Yeah. It's really eye opening. It's um, there was a lot of information that we didn't realize. Yeah. And we so. have. Like, so we did the sleeve. So you guys, if you guys haven't watched the surgery, mm-hmm. go check it out on our YouTube because mm-hmm. that thing was rad. It was so fucking cool. So fucking cool. And we have the bypass coming up. Yeah. So, for all you bypassers. Yeah. You get to see it. It's really, really interesting. It's, it's, um, it's more interesting than the sleeve. It is. It is. Because you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't get how this works. And then once it all comes together, you're like. Oh, like that makes more sense. That's how it works. Why it's okay. called the bypass, why it's called the R and Y. Like there's reasons why they call things the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's you'll see. So definitely go check that out. Um it's gonna be released after this episode, like a few days later. So mm-hmm. go to YouTube. Monday. All those things to check it out. So Sunday at midnight. Yeah, Sunday at midnight. Right? Well, I guess like Monday at midnight. Yeah, because it rolls over. We're, uh, we are going to change up. We're going to be doing the the revamping of everything. Mm-hmm. So the episodes are going to be releasing on a different day. Yes. Um. So just be aware of that. Yeah. I'm sure we'll tell you more about it as it gets closer. And yeah, I think that's. Is there anything else you want to add to this episode? No, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Oh, I do want to add something. Okay. If you guys, any of you guys are dealing with any mental health issues, you're having, um, you just need somebody to talk to, you have a question that you need answered or something that you're not getting answers to, I mean, feel free to message us. Yeah. Um, We respond. We do respond. And there is a section on our website. If you go to the Dr. Dovek one, scroll all the way to the bottom there is a message spot. Yeah. And you can ask questions because we're going to be mm-hmm. with Dr. Dovak once a month, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you have questions, submit them there so we can be ready to go for her. Or if you just have a question for yeah, us. Or just a question so for us. So us or Dr. D, you know, it's there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, we, we have an email. So just any of those places, if you guys are dealing with anything and you just need a little support or you need a website to look for help, like reach out. We're here. 
That's yeah. what we're here for. That so. is literally what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So don't feel scared to message us. Mm-hmm. And there's no judgment. No judgment. Because that's the biggest deal. We fucking hate judgment. So mm-hmm. we're not going to judge anybody with your this questions or concerns. Judgment free zone. 100%. Yep. No matter what you say. No matter what. Even if you're living your life every day. Yeah. Live that life, man. Live that life. Live that life. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys thank for you. tuning in. Um, one last thing is actually go to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash OSLP. That way you can see these videos mm-hmm. because only people that get the check-in videos are our patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want them, go be a patron. It helps support us so we can travel and we can always have these episodes go out to you guys. Yeah. So thank yeah. you again. And we will see you next, next time. time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you have enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Fong with 17 Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thank you for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.